pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 at San Antonio Sports Star. He is Joe Reinagle. I'm Jay Semenik. Tuesdays are always great because we get to visit with Indy Kalu, who joins us now on the Buyers Barricades at Guest Line. Indy, how's your Tuesday? It's good. I, I was getting concerned uh, when, when y'all didn't call. I was like, man, what did I say last week? To <laughs> But I guess Joe Joe just doesn't understand how that clock works in the radio. So that, well, that's I'm it. Blame Joe. <laughs> blame Joe. Yes. Uh, you know how that goes. Well, you know what? We were debating NFL officiating, and you're a great person to ask this. As somebody that played in the league for a long time, you watch it, so you understand what it's like on the field. Is NFL officiating worse now, or do we just have more of a spotlight on it because we get to watch so many games different camera angles, and social media immediately, even if it's a game we're not watching, we're hearing about a missed call. It's absolutely worse now. And specifically, and I'm a little bit, you know what, I'm going to quit saying that I'm biased because I'm a former defensive player. If you know anything about football, if you know how to put on a jock strap, you understand that these calls against defensive players is ridiculous. I, I mean, don't even really get me started, but I think it's worse, but I don't know if I blame the refs or if I blame the NFL for setting the tone and telling the refs that they have to call certain calls. Uh, You know, and it's not even just the infractions against the quarterback. If you're a defensive back and a quarterback underthrows a ball and you're running full speed defending literally one of the fastest human beings on earth, I mean, that's what wide receivers are. They're the top 1% fastest human beings on earth. And because the quarterback underthrows a ball, that receiver stops and you bump into him like that's it's just ridiculous they have to find a way during the off season to make this right because it just doesn't make sense and a, you know what pisses look y'all should have got me started here we go this is my last here we go See, here's what really pisses me off when it comes to the the penalties against the the defensive players hitting the quarterback and where they're saying oh he should have adjusted where he was hitting and they show it in slow motion so then the casual fan who doesn't understand the concept of slow motion is saying, oh, yeah, he had enough time to redirect uh, <laughs> his target point. It's like, no, dumbass, that's slow motion. You can't do that when it's full <laughs> speed. So, yeah, I apologize. You got me heated because it really bothers me when defensive players are just trying to do their job and they're getting penalized for what we would have considered a great play just 10 years ago. Well, and, that, and that's the, the, the shame of it, honestly. And, and I know player safety is important and all of that stuff, but it is football, right? And, yeah. and I think you knew going in, hey, football's a rough sport. I, I might get hurt. There's that chance. But I'm going to play anyway because I love the game. And I'm with you. I, th- I don't know what a defensive back does these days. I really don't because y- you breathe on a guy and, and you get a flag. It's crazy. 
It's nuts, and, and, and you're right. Every player knows. I, I, I have this prayer before every game that I strapped up, God, please allow me the power to be able to take my pads off when the game's over because you understand that you're playing a very rough sport to the point where, you know, God forbid you may, you may get paralyzed out there. Like, you understand that. So, yes, I, I, I'm okay, especially with having kids that play football trying to make the game safer. But there's some things you just can't do. Like, there's just some things – there are no rule that you could put in place to make it foolproof or safe proof or, uh, uh, you know, injury proof is, I guess, the term I should be using. It's just the uh, inherent part of the game. And with the DBs, I mean, God bless them because – but here's what bothers me. Now they have John Runyon, Troy Vincent, James Thrash, all these guys on the committee, the fine committee. You know what all those guys have in common? I played with them, and I have nothing but respect for those guys. And for them to be handing down the fines and the punishment, it really hurts me because I'm like, man, we all played together. Like, we know how rough this sport is. And now y'all are going to sit on the other side and take money out of these guys' pockets because they played the game the way we played it back in the 90s and early 2000s. It's gotten to the point, especially on the collegiate level, when they kick a guy out of the game, many of times now I've literally turned the game off. Now I know NBC isn't saying – oh, my God, Indy Clue's not watching the rest of the game. We have to do something. But, it's like, it's not even about me trying to make a statement. It bothers me so much. They've taken all the joy out of the game where I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to watch Ugly Betty reruns because I, I can't watch this game anymore. Indy Kalu joining us here on the Blitz. I, I want to go back to fines for, for a moment because you mentioned a lot of those were your teammates. J.J. Watt is constantly on Twitter talking about how the NFL is robbing these players with these massive fines for even plays that weren't even called a penalty on the field. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine, you know, I don't know, maybe it just feels like, like the officiating, but because of social media, we hear more about these fines than we ever did before or our fines up in the NFL. No, they are up and God bless JJ Watt for doing the Lord's work with what he's tweeting out there and what he's putting out there. And, th- and he's a guy that easily, because whatever he wants from the NFL, they'll give him. So he can just uh, tote the company line and, you know, say these guys just have to learn how to play in today's game. So I really do appreciate a voice like J.J. Watt, arguably a top-10 defensive player of all time, regardless of position, letting his millions of followers or fans, I don't know what you call it on social media, know that this isn't right. Uh, but I do, I do think the fines are going up, and again, when all those guys in the offseason are sitting around the rule committee, it pains me that somebody isn't saying, hey, Troy, Troy, come on now. Like, literally, that's all they need to say. They don't even need to say, hey, this is wrong because it, like they should just say, Troy, come on now. Like, really, is this what we're doing? Like, the, the fact that they haven't been challenged, that, that's what really bothers me about some of these former players. So, Indy, I've got to ask you, if you're on the sideline, you just tackled a guy and a security guard gets in your face <laughs> – uh, are you just going to step back and say, oh, it's okay? Uh, did you see that with the uh, Philly-San Francisco game? Not only did I see that, so that guy's name is Dom, and he was there when I was in Philly as ah. a security guard. He's a great dude. Like he, He's the guy that if me and Jason are at the strip club and we snort too, <laughs> much, too many lines off the strippers' behinds and we need a way home, <laughs> He's the guy that says, Jason and D, y'all stay right there. I'll make sure the police don't find out, and I'll get y'all home, and it doesn't hit the news. Like, that. That's he, he's a Mr. Fix-It. 
he has the player's safety, the player's well-being, the player's reputation first. Great, great, great dude. Every team should have a dom, but he absolutely should not have been anywhere near that plate. Like, that, that, that's something you let the refs separate. You let the players separate them. I think because he's such a protective figure and he's been that way for over 20 years, he saw one of his guys that he felt was wrong and his natural instinct was to step in, but, but he, he, was, he was wrong for that. Dom's a legend in Philadelphia. Oh, he, he's a legend. He's the man. Well, you know, they both got tossed, but I don't think it really hurt Philly all that much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think you're on to something right there. But <laughs> well, something hurt Philly because San Francisco, uh, man, credit the 49ers. Oh, my goodness. They came in there and, and punk slapped them. Yeah, they, they did. And, and, again, Eagles-Cowboys this week. Now, all of a sudden, first place in the NFC East on the line as we visit with the great Indy Kalu, former Eagle, former Texan, uh, Texans TV analyst. And i got to say, man, I know you guys, Texans beat Cincinnati. I thought that win Sunday over Denver might have been their most impressive win of the year because it wasn't C.J. Stroud that had to win that game. It was the Texans' defense creating some takeaways in that fourth quarter to preserve the win. I thought that might have been the most impressive win of the year for Houston. Now, that's a great point. I mean, C.J. was C.J. still playing top-notch as a rookie, but you know when you get a guy like uh, Jimmy Ward coming off injury and then he makes the biggest play or the one that's going to last in your memory uh, the longest because it's the last interception to secure the win, then Derek Stingley... People started whispering, is this a bust where the Texans wrong and taking him with the number three overall pick? And he says, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get four interceptions in the last three games, and I'm going to have two against Russell Wilson. So you, you saw other guys step up. Will Anderson. Uh, Will Anderson, to me, has been having a rookie defensive player of the year type season, but the casual fan wants to see the sacks. So he said, okay, hold my Gatorade. Here goes two sacks for you. And Jonathan Grenard says, hey, don't forget about me. I'm the one leading the team in sacks. And, you know, he shows that uh, he's still productive with his sack and his pressure. But you're right, uh, Jason. It, the, the story and the victory wasn't about C.J. Stroud. It was about Nico Collins, nine yards away from a 200-yard game. Brevin Jordan, who's been somewhat disappointing with Schultz uh, being out, he, he steps up and has a big game. It, it was a true team effort against a hot team. That was on a five-game win streak, and Russell Wilson was starting to look somewhat like the old Russell Wilson. So I'm with you. I mean, I don't know if it was the biggest win, but that was a huge win for the day. Well, good for Houston. <laughs> Russell Wilson finally remembered he was Russell Wilson again. And, <laughs> and, and no, he had a pretty good game. India, I mean, all of a sudden, though, the AFC South is pretty tough. I mean, I, I don't want anybody to get hurt, but, you know, Trevor Lawrence gets hurt last night. Jacksonville loses that game. You've got Indianapolis and Houston now just a game back. I mean, that's going to be an exciting race to the finish. You talk about uh, Trevor Lawrence. This is why, and I know I'm a little off topic, I apologize, but this is why this will be the last year I do fantasy football. Uh, the guy I was going against You're this such week. such a liar. I was down. Don't lie to I, the no, people. No, it is. Don't it lie is to the people. I felt like a jerk, and y'all are going to see why uh, in about 10 seconds. So, I was down 11 points, but Trevor Lawrence was my quarterback. So I had, like, it gives you this algorithm, like I had an 80% chance of winning. But he was slow to get me those 11 points. He finally got it, so I was going to secure the victory. And I literally thought to myself, after uh, the one point over I was against my opponent, okay, good, he could get hurt now, and I don't care. Oh! And when he, <laughs> oh. and when he got hurt, 
I looked back at my score just to make sure I was above. I was still going to win the the you know, uh, fantasy football for uh, the week. Uh, oh. And I was like, I, you know what? I don't care. And it helps the Houston Texans with the AFC South race. <laughs> and that makes me a, a jerk, a horrible person. And that's why. But but it, it does make the AFC South that much more obtainable and that much more competitive. Because it's not just the Houston Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars. The Indianapolis Colts, <laughs> you know, they're in the thick of things. And like you mentioned, the AFC South, they're one of only two divisions where three teams have winning records. So it's going to be a dogfight to the end. And to clarify, you did end up winning your game by one, right? Well, I ended up winning by like 12. (laughs) So, yeah, I was uh, pretty – because he got hurt. You know, he scored like 10 more points. He had a decent game. And it's not a serious injury. I would not be saying that if he tore his injury. I mean, Indy, you were rooting for injuries. I understand. I mean, I get it. You, you're honest. You're, you're that guy. Wait a minute. I want to. Cl- I want to go back a little bit. I want to clarify this Saturday night at the strip club with the lines off the butt. I mean, I, I, I need to hear more about this. Well, all, all the comments on YouTube um, are, are are trying to clarify. In fact, uh, Rudy J from our morning show. Um, that was too organic of a statement. Uh, Jimenez says, uh, Joshua Jimenez says had one hell of a Saturday night. I mean, it wasn't in Philadelphia. It was sugars, but I mean, it was, it was a good night. <laughs> look, look, me and Jason, we from San Antonio. That's how we roll. We so, go way uh, back. We, we, <laughs> yeah. we go way back. I'm just sad I Shout wasn't invited. I mean, you know, jeez. <laughs> Next time. Oh, this was way back. Next this was time, back yeah. during our backfighting days. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, uh, Indy, as a teammate, whether it's true or not, the fact that these stories came out as the Texans get ready to take on the Jets, that the MILF hunter originally said, no, nah, coach, you can't come back to me. I'm not going to go back and play. As as a teammate now, apparently, allegedly. Uh, well, said I that. mean, but the stories are out there. Zach Wilson now will play this week. He's willing to to go earn his paycheck. If you're a teammate, do you look at that guy and just want to slap him? Wait, all seriousness, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So fill me in. What happened with this? There were reports early Monday that the Jets were going to go back to Zach Wilson, and the initial report from Diana Rossini of the Athletic is that Zach Wilson was reluctant to take the starting job back for fear of injury. Wow. And and then by the time Robert Sala had his press conference, Zach had changed his mind. He was going to go back and, and, and reclaim the starting job. Now, there are people disputing that report, but that is the report. You know, I don't like to jump in and talk about a rumor or a report as if it's gospel, as if it's true, but I will say where there's smoke, there's fire. And even if it didn't go down just like that, I want a quarterback where if he loses his starting position, yes, that sucks, it hurts your pride. But if he has any opportunity, any chance to regain it back, it's not even a question. Like there's not even a way to even put a report out there that he was reluctant because he didn't want to get injured. I I wanted to have that guy that, you almost had to tell him, hey, you're hurting us by going out there, but I appreciate your willingness to go out there. So I'll say this. The fact that that rumor can even be developed, even if it's not 100% true, that's a bad look, and it's going to be very, very hard uh, for him to regain the trust of his teammates, especially the guys, the tough guys on the defensive side of the ball. Like We, we like to see the quarterback who doesn't do the smart thing and just run out of bounds. You know, He lowers his shoulder 
and you almost have to tell them, hey, man, chill out, we need you. But you don't want a guy that's like, eh, you know what, I don't know if I want to play because I'm butthurt or I'm afraid of getting hurt well, and, uh, after I and, and Diana Rossini doubling down, and again, she's not Carissa Thompson, right? I mean, she's reputable. Uh, she says multiple members of the organization, player, staff, and coaches is where she had that timeline. He didn't want to go out there in part because of uh, fear of potential injury risk because obviously he's going to be looking for a new job next year. So she's doubling down that, yeah, this is a true story. Yeah, and again, I'll say this. When I retired from uh, when I retired from the NFL and started working with the media, I was surprised at how accurate a lot of reports were. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, like, man, how – you know, how did y'all get that information? That was only discussed in the locker room. Well, you I didn't realize you. <laughs> That's how you got in the media. Look, I'm not the rat. I'm the, I am not the rat. <laughs> you never know. Even though, I outed, <laughs> even though I outed us going to Sugars and doing what we did with strippers, I'm not the, uh, I'm not the rat. But uh, so, so for her to say that, there's, yeah, there, there's definitely something to that, which, which is concerning. Uh, regarding your quarterback. Well, Indy, when you write that book, pal, I'll be the first to read it. (laughs) You better put in a lot of pictures. (laughs) Always good stuff, Indy. Have a great week. All right, y'all too. Talk to y'all next week. Appreciate it. Indy Kalou on the Buyer's Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1. San Antonio sports star.